Welcome to the Possibly Fit Podcast. This is the podcast for you to learn healthy habits to bring out the most confident, strong, and empowered version of you. Each week, I'll be bringing you episodes by myself and other influential figures in the health and wellness industry. So get ready to face your fears and chase your dreams head on. I'm your host, Fit Little Meg, and I can't wait to help you live a positively fit life. Welcome back to the Posley Fit Podcast. I'm your host, Fit Little Meg, and I'm here today with my favorite person, Mr. Benjamin Fernando Pascal, CEO and founder of Terp Nutrition. Hello, podcast world, and I'm super pumped up to talk about some of the fun facts that some of you guys may not know about Fit Little Meg. (laughs) For those of you who don't know too, Ben is my boyfriend. We have been dating for the past three years, but We actually dated a long time ago in college for a couple years as well. So we wanted to come on here today and chat a little bit more with you guys about our relationships, some of the transitional points in life that we went through, and hope to inspire and remind you guys to really believe that what's meant to be is going to be. Yeah, so what we're going to be doing and we're going to be really focusing this podcast on today is just having a conversation through our experiences from the point that me and Meg initially met to the point that we had some uh, roadblocks, as some people would say, and then we got back together and where we're at today, pretty much, and how we grew. But we're really going to dive deep into the actual thought process behind it because it's going to relate to a lot of people because a lot of people find themselves in relationships even if they didn't mean to find themselves in relationship. And then taking that next step to start taking things a little bit more seriously can be a little scary sometimes. Yeah, so you guys are going to find out why we actually broke up in college and why we decided to move in together. So with that being said, let's dive in, Ben. (laughs) And to give you guys a little bit of a backstory, Ben and I met at college called Radford University. It's a smaller school in Southern Virginia. And if any of you guys are not familiar with Radford, it is a major party school. Party school, absolutely. Absolutely. And Greek life was huge there at the time. Meg was actually a year older than me, so she's always looking for the younger guys for sure. (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, But she was a year older than me, and she was actually in a sorority, and she was a sweetheart for a fraternity called Pi Kappa Phi. And what sweethearts are, for some of those people who don't know, they're pretty much just walking billboards to advertise for the fraternity. (laughs) Usually they're the hottest girls on campus, so... She was doing a good job. She ended up getting me and a couple of the other friends and a lot of the guys obviously convinced us to join that fraternity. And we just started off as friends pretty much. We were in the same friends group, but we didn't actually start hooking up or anything initially. It was just more all friends getting pretty messed up with each other. <laughs> Having a lot of fun, that's for sure. a lot of alcohol. And I don't know what even sparked the whole me and you together, but I do remember it was Beer Olympics at our friend Jake's house. Mm -hmm. And, you know, things were never the same after that day. (laughs) But so anyways, we ended up starting to date. And I do remember, too, when me and him started dating, we definitely went through some roadblocks because Ben was actually pledging for my fraternity and none of the brothers (laughs) wanted us to date at all. And they were going to make Ben's life hell because he was dating me. So he definitely went through some hardships, I would say. (laughs) Oh, hell yeah. 
Funny story is they made him be the mustache pledge and he had to grow out this nasty, nasty mustache. So every time I kissed him, he smelled like cat food. (laughs) It was all consensual. (laughs) Gross. But anyways, so Ben and I dated for, I think it was about a little over a year and a half. And at that time too, I had graduated college. I was getting into grad school. Ben was about to study abroad in New Zealand. And basically both him and I realized that we are in a huge transitional period point of our life and we needed to we needed to break up and we needed to grow up on our own. And although it was really hard at the time and I definitely wasn't something I wanted, it was something I knew had to happen. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it was not easy. But I do remember Ben kept telling me over and over again, he was like, Megan, if we are meant to be together, we're going to be together down the road. And he kept telling me that over again. Of course, at the time, I didn't believe him. And I kept thinking, like, why do we have to break up? But now looking back, he was so right. And I wish I had believed that and known that, you know, if we were meant to be, we were going to be. For sure. And I had a very similar thought process, too. Just exactly what she said. You have to just trust not only in relationships, but in business and in sports and everything. You have to just believe in it and eventually everything will fall into place how it's supposed to be. The energy always finds itself. Absolutely. It's all about the mindset. If you go into life with that right mindset, having faith too, that what's supposed to be in life is going to be and really believing in that, everything that you want to happen is going to happen. And so both of us ended up just dating around, dating a couple other people, just doing our own thing, really being single and enjoying it. Uh, I ended up dating somebody else for a little bit. Meg was talking to somebody, I'm pretty sure, for a while as well. But we really did just have the mentality from the beginning of our breakup is we just need to grow the F up. (laughs) We were in such a different time of life at that point. We were, at least I was drinking all the time, at least like six, six, sometimes seven days a week. There was other substances involved as well. But it was just kind of the lifestyle, To be, if I'm being completely transparent, that a lot of the people that we are surrounding ourselves in were in the middle of just enjoying life that way. And like I said, Radford was a party school, and it kind of led it into post-graduation as well. It was still partying, not obviously as much on the weekends more, because we were in corporate America doing corporate jobs, sitting from nine to five in a desk. Meg was a teacher, though, so she was in front of kids. So obviously she couldn't party (laughs) in the classrooms, at least not on the record. Yeah, but I think, you know, us breaking up was the best thing that ever happened to our relationship and also to both of us. Like Ben said, it was such a transitional period of my life. You know, I graduated college. I went lived with my brother in Austin for a few months. And then I started my career as an elementary school teacher. And I really just got to know myself. I developed a relationship with myself. I started having that self-love. I started taking my health seriously, you know, got more involved in the gym and just really being more cautious too of what it is I was putting into my body and the way I was feeling. And that's when you started to feel little Meg, isn't it? <laughs> not, not quite <laughs> then yet, but soon, soon I started to fit little Meg. But yeah, I just really started to find myself, like I said, and it was the best thing that happened to me. I really am so glad that we ended up breaking up, but 
Needless to say, we did find each other again and we did start talking again. That was right around the time that I started, or I think it was right around the time I started Fit Little Meg. And really, Ben was such an advocate for that as well. I really am so grateful for him because he pushed me from the very beginning to just follow my dreams and pursue anything that I wanted. You know, I was a teacher at the time when I started my Instagram Fit Little Meg and getting more and more involved with the health and wellness industry and competing in my first show. And a lot of people looked at me like, what are you doing? You're crazy. Why are you wasting your time on social media? You're never going to be able to get anything from that. And Ben. Oh yeah, so many people were saying yeah, There's it, always haters no matter it what. It was a lot doing. of haters. And I was, I, you know, let that get to me at times. And I was very insecure and nervous about it. When I did my first show, I didn't even put it under my real name because I didn't want anyone to find me. But Ben was my number one fan from the very beginning. He always kept reminding me that I could do anything I wanted and that I was so worthy of everything. So I'm really grateful that he's always supported me. And yeah, so that kind of led us to, to also, like I said, getting more involved in the health and wellness industry. At one point too, though, it was, you could tell that Ben and I were, we were dating, but we were kind of going our separate ways. We were growing apart. Like Ben had mentioned, he was still living with a bunch of guys and kind of still involved in the party scene. And I wasn't at all, you know, I was doing my show. I wasn't, wasn't involved in that. And it, it became really hard on our relationship. And I remember having a very serious conversation about maybe that we were just growing apart and it wasn't any of our faults, you know, that happens. And I know some of you can relate to this. Like you've been in a relationship for a while and you realize that both of you are growing apart and it's no one's fault. It's just life, you know, change is the only thing constant in this world and it's going to happen we all change so much but thankfully Ben and I realized too that we had such a strong love for each other that we didn't want to rush into breaking up we really wanted to let time take its course and thankfully we did because we've definitely been able to grow even more together and just fall more in love with one another yeah and honestly around that time frame too right before we actually made the decision to like kind of actually live together I was going through a lot of mental health issues as well, either feeling depressed, not being able to sleep, which led to a lot of other problems with like anxiety wise. And so a lot of it would tie back to partying, to be honest with you. And so that always threw me off for the next couple of days. At that point, I really was kind of tired of going through the different rounds of, of depression and stuff like that. And so I guess at that point, I was like, I got to fucking change something, to be honest with you. If not, I was going to end up just doing something stupid especially every time like winter rolled around I noticed that it was a consistent like cycle that winter comes around you go all the way down that was right around the time where I basically came to Ben and I was like listen I want to move to California it had always been my dream to live at the beach I wanted to become more involved in the health and wellness industry and I knew if I put myself in the best situation possible I was gonna make it happen right and at first Ben looked at me like I was crazy and told me that I should stay right but he he came around and decided he wanted to move with me to California. And mm-hmm. I think that kind of was something that you're talking about. Yeah. And then also at that time too, and uh, I guess at the end of the year, around the Christmas time that year, one of my good friends died like, unexpectedly. It was a brain aneurysm. And he was actually in a hotel room with his girlfriend in New York on just a vacation. And then she came out of the bathroom and he just died right there. At that point, I was like, holy shit. If it happened to him, it could happen to me any second now. So at that point, I was like, all right, I got to live the life that I actually want. 
cannabis is really my driver. And I could do it in DC, but at the time it was really still a gray area. And so my whole thought about it is I want to do everything in cannabis legally. I want it to help people medically, therapeutically. If somebody wants to do it recreationally, so be it. But it's saving people's lives and it's a huge alternative from some of these pharmaceuticals that help out with mental health, with help out with pain, help out with everything really. So uh, I just wanted to go pretty much balls to the wall with it. And Meg pretty much had that opportunity going into LA. And so I thought, hey, the stars are aligned. It's going to help my health out. I'm going to start getting way more into fitness, which I was still lifting pretty much every single day, but I was partying. So it was just negative. Yeah, my nutrition was off. I was partying. And so every single day, pretty much every weekend, I reset my body and just went like five steps back, then two steps forward during the week, five steps back. And it just never ended. So I realized I got to change. Yeah. So at that point, huge transitions were happening. We decided to move in together, which was definitely very scary for both of us. I think both of us thought we wouldn't be living with someone until we were married. But that's how I grew up. You know, we knew that you know, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And when you move in with someone, you live with someone, you find out real quickly if it's going to work or not. But well, like Ben was talking about with the whole canvas thing, you know, when he came to me too about all that, I was very hesitant and nervous. You know, I kept thinking, what am I going to tell my parents? What am I going to tell my grandparents? How are they going to understand that Ben is pursuing this cannabis field. But I also knew that he had been the most supportive person for me with my business. He was my number one fan. And I loved him so much that I knew I had to be his number one fan. I had to support him and accept everything he was doing. And turns out too that everything he was doing, it was only making the world a better place and helping so many people. And it aligned directly with my business and the Positive Fit community. So With that, you know, us moving out to California and having both our businesses just align with one another, it has allowed us to grow so much together and be able to, you know, make an impact on people and help people just realize that, you know, what you put into your body, your nutrition, you know, the supplements you're using, all of that can affect the way you feel, which in return has a major role on your mental health. Yeah. And then also like, the whole step, like moving in with each other, it wasn't an easy thing. Like, at least for me, I don't know about Meg. I think she was really ready to move in with each other. <laughs> but like she said, and kind of went over quickly that I came up, I, at least I grew up with a mentality that you're never supposed to move in with your girlfriend unless you're already married or you're about to get married or if you have a kid. So just that fact that we were about to move in with each other because we didn't want to move cross country without knowing the fact that we, we're okay and we're not going to bite each other's heads off if we live with each other. <laughs> Even though sometimes we do. <laughs> so, so at that point, honestly, what I did was I actually contacted a few friends who just recently moved in with their girlfriends and kind of asked them, yo, how's everything going? Like, what's going on? At the time, I knew everybody was going to say really good because it's, they just moved in. You know, you never know what's going to happen. And so at that point, I kind of just sat back and I realized I was like, if I'm actually going to find out every relationship is different and you have to treat it like that. And especially the ones that you're having with your significant other is going to be like nothing compared to anybody else. So if you believe in it, you have to just pretty much suck up your balls and go. Absolutely. And you also have to realize, too, that no one's going to understand the relationship you're in except for you and your significant other. 
And I do really believe that, right? Because people, they're not in that relationship. And I feel like I know my parents, my family, like they all had their own opinions and they were telling me this and that. But really, did they understand everything that Ben and I were experiencing? Absolutely not. So that really came down to what Ben and I felt was best. Oh, yeah. My parents were pretty supportive, actually. It's because they Uh, love me. Yeah. (laughs) They they trusted me more than I was going out with Meg, for sure, (laughs) when I went out to California. But... They knew from an earlier age that I was consuming cannabis, but I always explained to them about the therapeutic effects of it, especially since I grew up with insomnia. And so I always had trouble sleeping. And especially when I was taking Adderall at the time that I was prescribed from a doctor, some nights I just would not be able to go to sleep. And what I found out eventually over time and researching that the specific strains can give different effects. And so Indica's were the ones I would rely on at night to be able to help me go to sleep. But obviously I wouldn't tell my mom that because she... We were living in a state that it's not legal at all. You would get arrested if they smell any bit in your car. So with that concept, but I always explained to my mom and showed her research articles and my dad as well. And so at that point, they really understood if I was taking that next step to go to California, I'm doing it for legal purposes to understand the compliance. And at the time, I figured if Californians know it best, they've been doing it some of the longest, might as well go there and learn all the legal ways to do it. So as some of you might already know, we lived in California for about a year and a half and it was amazing. We both definitely learned so much, grew so much and are so happy that we made that huge leap and moved out there. But we actually moved again over Christmas to Arizona. So now we have started another chapter in our lives here in Arizona Mm -hmm. and are so Mm -hmm. excited to be here. Heck yeah, super pumped up for it. But to leave you guys with some takeaways, we really, too, wanted to talk about why we feel our relationship is so strong and what has helped us make our relationship so amazing and beneficial. That way, you guys can kind of apply some of this to your relationships. So, Ben, tell us, what do you think the number one key is to a healthy and happy relationship? A healthy and happy relationship? I think honesty. Honesty in what you want, both physically, sexually, emotionally, everything. You have to be completely transparent with your partner. Uh, Obviously, it takes some time to get there. Yes. Um, Even just small things, you have to be willing to work for the other person in order to live that happy, healthy, (laughs) sexual relationship that everybody seeks. (laughs) Absolutely. I was going to say communication, which I think does definitely ties into honesty, but communication is key. You know, being able to tell your partner what it is you want, what it is you don't want, and also just share your deepest, darkest dreams and secrets with them and being able to support one another is definitely another major key in a relationship. I mean, Ben is my number one hype man and my biggest supporter. And I try to be that for him as well. Just constantly reminding him how incredible he is and that he is capable of chasing any of his dreams and that together we can get through anything and everything that comes our way. I couldn't agree more, baby. (laughs) Well, I want to leave off today with a positive takeaway for you guys. So, Ben, every single episode, I'm trying to leave the listeners with a positive takeaway that they can apply right now. So what do you have for them today? Something I like to do, people look at me like I'm a freaking nut, but I like to go and everywhere I go, I like to smile and make eye contact with random people. And if they do look back, say, have a good day. And that's it. Keep walking. Don't be creepy. Just say it and just walk off. Kill them with kindness. Yeah. 
I think to wrap up our episode, one thing I want you guys to remember is that change is the only thing constant in life and you're going to change and don't fear the change. Instead, embrace it. Let yourself learn from it, grow from it and evolve into a stronger, more confident version of yourself. That's beautiful. We are so glad that you tuned in today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Please be sure to rate and review today's episode. Be sure to share it on your social media platforms and tag us. We absolutely love hearing from you guys and we'll see you again on the next one.